Hi, I'm Rachel Dillon. And I'm Marcus Dillon. And this podcast is Who's Really the Boss, where we highlight the joys and challenges of running a business with your spouse or family. Our mission is to strengthen families and businesses by helping listeners avoid the mistakes we have made so they can lead and live happily ever after. Welcome back. Hey. We didn't talk about who was starting this off, uh, but welcome back. <laughs> welcome back to Who's Really the Boss and part three in our series of Do You Own Your Business or Does Your Business Own You? Yeah. I'm excited for today. Today is all about your superpower. So you are definitely the king of delegation, and we're going to talk all about how you do what you do. I think there, like, so the team that listens to this, I think there is a collective eye roll as you said that because <laughs> they know it's true. Everyone closest to you uh, mm-hmm. would love to learn from you. Can, can we possibly get back to just delegating that stuff back to you or maybe even just teach us how to delegate some of that to someone else? I think those missiles only go one way. I don't think they <laughs> turn around and come back. Catch so. it and, and throw it back. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, well, I, I, I'm kind of nervous to share all my secrets because then y'all might not need me any longer. We, uh, we'll be able to start uh, noticing as you get started. Like, we're going to be one step ahead of you and, like, cut you off mid, mid-sentence. Like, no, nope, that's back yeah. to you, buddy. You take care of that. Yeah. Then the ball just gets dropped. And that, yeah, that's, that's important to recognize that you are delegating for a purpose, not because you're lazy or don't feel like doing something, obviously. So, um, yeah, I think, so So I think delegation and laziness are, are definitely not the same thing. And so hopefully people that are close to me don't think that I'm lazy. Hopefully they, they, they realize that. And it's not that it, it truly is something else. And my, um, I guess my definition that I wrote down uh, really quick of how I view delegation, especially on the team in the business, because I can't delegate being a dad or a husband, like y'all just get what you get, you know, type thing. Um, but delegating from, from a team perspective, the way that I think about it is, it's confidence that others can serve the client better than me. Like, and so it it truly is like a trust in, in that person. And so I am stepping aside and letting others hopefully shine. Like I don't, it's not on me anymore. And, and it's elevating others to really serve in the way that I know that they're equipped to. Does that definition apply to when you delegated collection calls to me? You are so much better on the phone (laughs) than I am. And people want to talk to you versus talk to me. Um, We have a, I can't say that for every single client because we do have the the few that still ask about me, Um, but they ask about my predecessor too. So, you know, maybe they're not in tune with it, but... um, Definitely, even from a collection standpoint, you and um, 
we haven't told her this, but Hope is also going to help on collections because it's and really Amada good. And Amada had a role in that previously, Amada had a role. so we won't, yeah. let, we won't leave her out of this if you're about to give some compliments out. Yeah, so you and Amada are, were both much better, much more pleasant to talk through on the phone. And the other, the other thing, it's almost a protection because if people got me, it, they would probably ask some other question and it was, Hey, what's your hundred percent guaranteed. Yeah. And, um, honestly I have, it's not even protecting myself at this point. It's protecting the business and those that are in the business, the other team members. So if I don't give the best response in that minute that I'm on the phone, it may come back to bite us. So, um, you do have to, for delegation, we are so fortunate because we have the right team members and we're continuing to add to that team and people that are much more skilled in that aspect of serving that client is really everything that I come back to. And, and it's not, I'm being mean or anything like that when I'm delegating stuff or I value my time more. It's truly from a client service perspective, who's going to be the best one. Yeah, and the whole series is on who owns your business and taking back control of the business, of your day, of your time, of your life, essentially. And so uh, delegating is just one way to do that. You've already looked at your ideal work schedule. You've already decided on the right clients and services. You've already prioritized your day, but now you have these tasks that someone needs to do, but likely it doesn't have to be yourself. So as any role in any business, this applies to the tasks that you're currently doing in a day. And you mentioned that we have a great team. We have a phenomenal team around us to do things, but we also have identified other solutions that aren't team members to do some of the things. And so that's very helpful when team members are prioritizing their day and listing out the things they're responsible for, the things that really steal their joy during the day. Are there other solutions besides the people that work in our organization that could do that, that love it, that do it well? So uh, that's another thing is not to just look at this as I don't own a business. This doesn't apply to me. I can't delegate. There's no one for me to delegate to. So definitely, uh, I think a great conversation that you will be our expert on for sure today. And so the first thing we just want to talk about, uh, and we've already touched on it just a little bit, but why delegate? What, what is the benefit of delegating? Uh, there's more than one. So, um, the ultimate goal is that the task or the engagement gets done, right? Like that the person is served on the other end. Um, so the client that whatever value that you were going to bring, that it actually gets brought. And part of that is who's the right person in that engagement for that task to help serve them. Um, we're big on education here internally. And so, we want to elevate our team members every time we possibly can to really grow themselves. Personal development is huge um, for us. And so we want to embrace their opportunity to do something new and to grow them. So we don't want to hold on to something that we shouldn't be 
holding on to longer. And so we've seen that with team members that we've grown within the organization, team members that have grown right out of the organization that, um, you know, in a, in a few instances, but, um, it, it's, it's short sighted to hang on to something too long because you think you're the only person to do it. And I, I'd probably even push back a little bit more if, if you think you're the only person that can do that thing, you probably don't need to be doing that, offering it as a service any longer because you have no, there's no way to scale that. There's no way to remove yourself from that as a business owner. And that's what this, that's what this series is about. Who owns your business? Um, so I think, I think that's something to keep in mind is if it, if it's one of those one-off requests that only have to go to you, you might want to start questioning that uh, a little bit and, and see if that's really the best thing for even the organization to tackle. And so, um, but yeah, hopefully, hopefully I answered, you know, a little bit of, yeah. of why. So that's really good. Um, and so empowering others to do things and then realizing if it's something that only you can do and it's not scalable, that's probably not the best business strategy for any, any business. Uh, I think another thing for sure, why to delegate, it helps reduce the risk of burnout because then you're not doing everything or too many things uh, from a business standpoint, it may free up a person to do either more billable work or more value added work to the client or customer. So definitely a lot of reasons that delegation is uh, important and healthy and just helps your business become better. Yeah. If, if you think about it in the grand scheme of things, delegation is really the reason most of us have jobs in the first place, mm -hmm. uh, as far as professional service providers, because that client has, has made the bigger decision to say, I'm not the best person to do this, or I need assistance with this, or I need help with this. I could probably fail at trying to be an attorney or a doctor or a vet, um, probably kill everything in my path. Um, but I choose to employ others who are much better and, and delegate that responsibility, um, you know, in the grand scheme of things. So from a professional services standpoint, we should all love delegation because one, that's why we're here. That's why we're in business. And, you know, I think if we're intentional about the type of business that we want, you mentioned solo, like solopreneurs, who they want the balance. They don't necessarily want to grow a team or they're just not at that point in their career and their business right now to, to have a team. And so solopreneurs can go through life and they have options as far as delegation. They have, um, out, they can outsource. Like that's the buzzword. That's what so many of, of professional service providers do. So obviously we are a big outsource component at Dillon CPAs with, outsource payroll, accounting, tax consulting, everything that goes along with that to help business owners run their business. And that may be the, the option, the right option, if the solopreneur has the appropriate amount of budget to, to fund that option. The other option is virtual assistants. Um, you know, those are VAs and EAs, like those are definitely a thing. 
in the year 2022 um, that people need to look at. And it's just fractional help as opposed to going out and hiring a team member and making sure that you know what they're doing throughout the day and, and, and the week. So um, those are two options. So outsource and then VA is kind of outsourced. But then your other option is really technology. Um, what pieces of technology can you implement in your business to, to give you some time back on what should be most important? Yeah, I love that. I love that you gave how to delegate three different options that did not include people that you've hired in your organization or your wife. So yeah. that, that's great. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> well, those, that. those that's... are the fallback ones. So if you don't have budget, if you don't like, then you start looking at other options. And I'll tell you from experience that sometimes delegating stuff to your spouse, you just need to go find budget. You know, you just need to go dig deep, uh, you know, go into the couch cushions or something. But um, and you can hear more about that in that. So you want to hire your spouse uh, series that we released first. So, mm -hmm. yeah, definitely. Um, and so really what kind of things you talked about how to delegate and the different options, the different solutions. I love that technology is an option that. Uh, outsourcing, which really for our conversation is synonymous with delegation. So out, outsourcing and whatever it may be, team members are a great place, but a lot of times they already, if you have a fully functioning business, they already have responsibilities. They, ne they can't necessarily take on more things. And so um, outsourcing is a great way. What are some things that people maybe hold on to too long or think that they cannot delegate or outsource? Specific examples are where we help business owners. So payroll, accounting. Um, I did not and, mean to set you up like that, but it's fine. I'm glad that you went into like there. A commercial? It's good, it's good. Uh, you know? <laughs> um, so payroll and accounting, those are typically held on to the longest because those are the most intimate for the business owner. You don't want to have others see the results uh, for whatever reason, or you don't want others to know what others other team members make. So those are usually held on to till the very end, until there is such a big pain point and, or until the business owner realizes their time is worth so much more than what that task involves. And so um, those couple are easy and that's, you know, our pitch because that's a lot of what we do um, to help streamline back offices. We do a lot more than that too, because we are the advisory piece that speak into best practices and, you know, how you use that data from all that other stuff. But um, so th those are the ones that I naturally go to because those are easy for me. I think um, what we saw between your your side and mine we hung on to like the sales function and mm -hmm. having sales conversations um same thing like it's not that we were good at it we were definitely not good at it and now we have people that are so much better at cultivating the right prospects and the ideal clients than you or i ever pretended to be and so we're fortunate because we allocated mm -hmm. budget to those positions because we value them. We value Chris, we value Hope and what they bring to the table and what they're building. And so um, that is something that an owner feels like maybe they need to be involved in is sales or whatever that patient retention aspect looks like or um, 
Yeah. So treatment coordinator is what we see a lot of times in medical, you know, practices, dental practices, but, um, yeah, sometimes they feel like they're the only ones that can sell because they think that they're the only ones that can speak into the value that they bring. Yeah. And I would say, um, another thing that I have heard you mention before are like having an outside billing company rather than maybe just one person in your office, because then you, uh, I mean, you get benefits from outsourcing to a team of people rather than to the uh, experience and capacity of one person being in your office. So definitely there's some benefits to outsourcing, not, not even just from a delegation standpoint of you're not the person doing it. Uh, I, I think kind of overall, as far as what things, what types of things can be delegated, looking at anything that someone else can do maybe better, faster, cheaper than you can do it. Anything that you hate doing for sure. Um, and then any task that doesn't require your unique ability, expertise, experience um, to be completed. Really, a lot of things can be delegated that maybe you think is, is your own responsibility. Yeah. there And there's aspects of life that you can, you should not, you cannot delegate. So if you are a parent or, um, a spouse or a son or a daughter, you know, those are aspects of life that probably should not be delegated. I don't even know if that's an option to be delegated. Um, but from there it's who's, who's surrounding you, what options do you have and how do you survey those options? And it's taking a realistic look at where you want to spend your time, where you, how you're best equipped, kind of going back to that conversation of, how are you wired? Are you the person that's really the best to be doing this? Or is there something else that is more valuable? Your time is worth more. And, um, that's a, there's a maturity piece there that has to come, um, honestly. And some people aren't ready for that. Um, but from a, yeah, from a delegation standpoint, I'm, my mind went like sales, like trying to, you know, convince people to outsource things, but, uh, we can kind of get back on track as far as from a delegation standpoint too. Yeah. And what are some practical signs of when somebody needs to look at delegating some of their tasks? Like how does somebody recognize, oh, I should start delegating some of these things? What would they maybe be experiencing, feeling, seeing? Well, the first thing is that stuff's not getting done. And, and like, that's the easiest one. So let's take a great example. Like Maybe you need to delegate your your yard getting mode. Are you coming home every day and seeing it and saying, I need to get to that, but never getting to it. And then after a few weeks, it keeps growing. Um, or you're getting letters from the HOA or POA if you're really bad. So I, th I think the fact that it's not getting done is number one. And you, you already answered the question, does it need to be done? And then number two is if it's not getting done, that's the trigger to maybe think about options. Yeah. And along those same lines, I know when I was doing the, uh, intake calls, the sales side of Dylan CPAs, the bookkeeping for business owners, that seemed to be the thing that they wanted to hold on to that they felt like they could handle and that they should be doing it. But it was the, one of the things that, 
but it can wait till next week, which turned into next month, which turned into after the end of the year. So there was no bookkeeping. There was no idea where their business stood um, from a financial perspective, other than does the bank account have money in it or not? Like, is is there a lot or is there a little or is there negative uh, is really kind of where they were um, thinking through another something else that for business owners always seems like I should be doing that. Just meaning I have the knowledge to be able to do it and I don't necessarily want to pay someone else to do it is like marketing and social media. <laughs> that's also something that's important to the business, but not priority for the business owner to be doing because there are so many other responsibilities for the business owner. And so uh, really looking at some of those tasks that it's not about whether you can or can't do it yourself. It's not about whether you have the skill or the knowledge to be able to do it. It's more about, do you have the time to do it? And are you the, is that the best use of your time? Yeah. And there's, you know, just the examples you've given, obviously we're one of the resources to be leaned on and one of those examples, but there's whole businesses and low hanging fruit of people that will post on social media and help with content. Um, if you're not a creative person, it's much better to employ one of those people than try to stumble through it and do it yourself. And then you're just wasting your own time. And that, that kind of goes back to, you know, the bookkeeping and the payroll stuff too. It's like, if you keep screwing stuff up, like let's, let's figure something out. Let's, let's do it better. I think that's the thing too, is uh, when you look at, I don't really want to pay someone else to do this. That's why I'm keeping it. You really can't afford to keep doing it yourself if you're not doing it at a high level. And then also it doesn't always make sense if you look at, say a billable rate and how much your time is worth. So if you're doing it at a low level and it's costing you billable time, you're, you're losing money doing it yourself. Yeah. So those are, those are great examples of delegation. So what other questions do you have for me as far as how I delegate? Uh, well, when I delegate things to you, you somehow turn right around and delegate those to our kids. And so I just really want to know, like, how, how do you, how do you sleep at night knowing? Very well. No <laughs> shame in my game. That I have specifically requested for you to do. <laughs> you immediately turn around and give it to someone else. No, I'm just kidding. But I think that, uh, that, I want people to leave this conversation with delegating does not show a sign of weakness in any way, a sign of laziness or incompetence, uh, nothing like that. And there are solutions that are budget friendly to be able to get things done. If there is not another solution, and maybe that Thing just doesn't need to be done. Maybe it doesn't need to be delegated at all. Maybe you need to rethink how or what you're doing completely so that you can manage within whatever budget that you have available. Yeah. I, I think you need to evaluate the stakeholders in that, in that item that, that maybe that task or 
whatever we're talking about delegating, um, who would be upset if it doesn't get done? And that's, that's where, you know, the girls, the kids, you know, doing what they do and having a growth opportunity. I'm giving them a growth opportunity, right? You're empowering uh, them. I appreciate I'm empowering that. Them. Um, so the other thing you could do is if you really want to know whether or not something should be done is stop doing it for a while and see what happens. That, that may not be the easiest thing to do. Like your team, if you don't want to run payroll and you don't, you know, they may not show up uh, eventually. So, um, but, but that's like the extreme. And I think that would really tell somebody if, if this request or this task does not get done, what's the worst result? And that's the ultimate way to test it. Yeah. So leaving this conversation with what do you need to delegate? And I'm not asking you that question oh. because you don't need to delegate anything else. You probably have delegated uh, there's that. Stuff, everything. There's stuff on my you're, list that, yeah. No, you're an expert. You're the king of delegation. So probably but right things, now. You know, there are still things, and this is me being vulnerable. There are still things that I do that take up so much of my time. Um, and not so much of my time. I sound like a client now, like, or a prospect. It. It's not that they take up so much of my time or it's just, it's just, I haven't, there's some trust there to give up that task to the right person that can handle it. Um, you know, honestly, I run the payroll for Dylan CPA still. And, you know, as our team grows, as our, our, you know, we, we increase complication through healthcare and retirement plan options and things of that nature. And so I still do the accounting, uh, for Dylan CPAs. Um, so a lot of that is stuff that we even outsource to other businesses, but I, I shy away from. So, um, the, the team members that I think one of the, you know, whether it was somebody, I can't remember, they joked and said, where's your team of three? Cause that's our, our commitment to clients. And, uh, unfortunately Dylan CPAs does not have a team of three. It has just Marcus a lot of the times it's, that, yeah, it's like a team of one and a half. Like I'm, I'm your half, yeah. but I don't want the responsibilities of some of those tasks. So you can't really delegate those to me. Yeah. And, and also so, uh, yeah. if, if we wanted to be out at the same time, delegating some of those things to me, doesn't get us in a better spot than it, outsourcing would be a better option. So I, I am guilty and I will raise my hand and I, I am guilty of where every other Wednesday I have to be near a computer and figure out how much I get to pay team members for the efforts that they're bringing to the business. And if I don't do that, I look like such a bad person. So, uh, <laughs> because they didn't get paid timely and that's our commitment to them. Um, but at the same time, I am smart enough not to try to work on my own teeth or do my own legal documents and I employ the right people to help me with that. And the same thing, or, we don't- Or do sales for Dylan CPAs Dylan, or yeah. do the bookkeeping and payroll for hundreds of businesses. So- Or even, yeah, and this is gonna sound team. really, really crappy, uh, clean toilets, right? You know, so um, it's just, you know- I think you'd be you really enjoy? good at it. I was awful. We did it one time, you know, you don't want to go back to those days. And so, um, I think, I think there is, it comes full circle too. Cause I think we've joked around on the team. Um, I'm going to continue to be vulnerable. Like 
there are parts of the business now that I probably can't do. Like I probably one should not be. And then two can't because it's just now grown beyond what any one person should be doing. And so, you know, I've joked around with other team members and, you know, Hey, you can knock that out. Like that's what they've said to me. And I'm like, do you want to clean up the mess that goes along <laughs> with me doing that? And, um, uh, you know, they're like, yeah, yeah. Touche. Like, you know, that's, you should probably stay out of this process. Uh, go do whatever you do. Cause they, I don't think anybody really knows, but, um, but yeah, I, I think that's something you, you really come full circle once you realize I've given something away. And even if I wanted to take it back, I could not. And it, it closes the door for you to even try to go do stuff you're not equipped to do anymore. And I think, I think that's cool. I, I, you know, honestly, I think that's true maturity in delegation. So master of uh, delegation and making sure that it remains delegated is just don't learn how to do it from the beginning. So if you're implementing yeah. uh, some new processes or software or something that there are other people that are going to re be responsible for that, not saying that you need to be completely ignorant to what's going on, but let them be the experts in that. And then that way you don't have the, um, I guess, like desire to try to, take it back to jump in weasel your way in. Yeah. Weasel yeah. your way into it. A great example of that. We talked about technology and, um, most of you that are close to me know, I, I love technology constantly vetting and evaluating pieces of technology to use in the business. And after we've kind of landed on and gotten buy-in from certain people, uh, that we're going to move forward with the technology given the area. Um, the best thing that I've ever done is put others in charge of that, uh, technology piece and really own it and become the subject matter expert in that piece of technology for our business. Because once I remove myself from, okay, we're making the decision to move forward with this piece of technology. Now this other decision maker that was alongside me in making that decision, they're the ones that are really taking and running with it. Um, most recently that was HubSpot and, you know, deciding on a true, CRM for Dylan CPAs and HubSpot is where we landed after some evaluation of other softwares. And, um, HubSpot is going to be one of those programs. I know it exists in Dylan CPAs, but I'm not the one that's using it or the best person to even ask a question about it. And I'm okay with that. Um, I think you have to be okay with that. I don't know how, how you can overcome, uh, that, but ultimately, like I would much rather elevate somebody else to be that point person and be that expert and, and not be myself. Yeah. Well, I think this is a great conversation as to all the benefits and really the importance of delegation and being able to use that delegation, really remembering that the reason we're having this conversation is to get control back of your business to make your life look like what you wanted it to when you started your business, when you potentially left a nine to five job where somebody else was dictating your schedule, your pay, your priorities to being your own boss and being more in control of your life. And so this is just one more piece that allows that to happen. Yep. No, and it, I think a lot of it just has to come with time. And, um, you know, we've kind of shared with 
things that we've done in our business. So I would encourage the listeners just to get better. Everybody can improve their delegation skills. And we've kind of listed out some ways that you can easily do that. So hopefully they take us up on that offer. Yeah. But don't delegate to your spouse. That's probably it's because the spouse <laughs> thing, it just come, unless you have kids that can, you know, do that stuff. Like that's never going to win. You just need to avoid that. Yeah. All right. P- paid people for the spouse thing. Oh, you want that room painted? Let's call a painter. You know, like that's, right. that, that's the delegation that you need to be thinking about. So. Yes, absolutely. All right. All right. Well, it's been fun. Yep. So that's the end of, uh, do you own a business or does a business own you? So hopefully those little tips and tricks over the last few podcasts, um, the listeners can hopefully integrate and get back to being in the owner seat versus being owned. Excellent. I'm excited for what's next. All right. See ya. Bye.